You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Praise God. Look around you, my friends. Look around you. Look at the people beside you. Every person here might be going through some struggle, but the fact is they're here right now. Let's clap our hands for each other. Thank you, everybody, for braving the storm. I know it's still rainy outside. And hey, thank you also, everybody, tuning in online. We know that you're not here physically, but we feel your presence. Can you just type amen from your location right now so that our online engagers would know where you are from? Thank you so much for being part of our spiritual family. Welcome. How many people are joining us for the first time? Can you lift up your hands? First timers, let's clap our hands to all the first timers. Welcome them into this beautiful congregation, family of the Lord. Tap them in the shoulder if that's okay and say, Welcome home. We want you to know that from now on, this is your family. We get really loud on Sundays, and I hope that's okay. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Brother Audi Villaraza. It's my pleasure today to serve you in the best way that I could. But I'm not the only one serving you today. We've got servants all over this beautiful place. Thank them on your way out. Thank them when you come, when you see them. We're very grateful. Let's thank the worship team, by the way. Can we put our hands together? Thank you, guys. So happy to see today also Father Bob McConaughey return safely back into our loving family. Thank you so much, everyone. You know, I, 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 I want to do this properly because it is, after all, September 4, right? September 4. September 4. And so we do this every time there is a new month. We make sure that we call all the VIPs. So all the September babies, lift up your hands. The birthday celebrants of this month, come on. We want to bestow a blessing to each one of you. If it's okay, please continue to lift up your hands. We want to pray for you so that the people around you would know that it's your special month. Our speaker today is actually also celebrating this birthday, but right now let's point our hearts and join our intentions. Father in heaven, we thank you for the grace that is flowing in the life of this person. We thank you for yet another year that you will do something big, something extraordinary in their life. And we pray that you would use them. Use them even greater than you have used them, Lord. Insert your, your, your son Jesus into their life in every aspect, financial, spiritual, physical, emotional. Affect every area in their life and make yourself be in the center, oh God. So that when people see them, the way that you're blessing them, they would know that it was you. Let their life shine your light. We declare that their best days are not yet far from over. That the best is still yet to come because we believe that you are still going to bless them. Thank you so much. This is our prayer today. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. For those online, type in if it's your birthday. And uh, we'd, we'd love to greet you. By the way, for the first timers also, 
we'd love to give you a gift after the session at the Bridgeway. All right, just go out into the lobby and uh, we will gather you and we will connect with you and give you a special online gift. All right? I, I need to say this before we continue with the Declaration of Abundance. Um, I want to apologize in advance. I know that there are some people who come here every Sunday and as one of your leaders here at the feast, I feel compelled to be the one to say this, that I want to apologize on behalf of our community because there are certain inconveniences that you come through gate one, which is here at the forum. And we've been trying to address this um, over time with PICC. You know that we're renting the venue and we respect all the policies that they have. And we negotiated with them that if they could allow pedestrians, attendees, to enter through the forum gate because it's closer to the plenary hall instead of going all the way there to the main entrance to the rotonda and they said yes but unfortunately the communication was not clear this week so this morning there was still a little bit of inconvenience but know that your leaders are talking to the venue because we want to make sure that everybody gets inside safely we want to make sure that you're happy in here and uh, I hope that you can bear with us. You know, I realize this, that PICC can be one of the coldest venues ever, right? Yes. But it's also the warmest place yes. because of you. So thank you. Thank you for making this a warm place because you're so compassionate and understanding. We're getting better. We're getting there. Amen. So thank you so much. Are you ready for God's Word today? Yes. All right. Can I invite you to signify the greatest symbol of love as we come in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everybody, from the front to the back, all around you, raise your hands and do this with me together. Say this out loud. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I am God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. Shout this out! And because I am blessed, I'm blessing the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you are joining us online, can I invite you to just stand up in honor and reverence to the Word of God. Lift up your hands and sing with me. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We're going to read the word during the talk. Our second preacher, or rather our third preacher is going to do that. So can I invite you right now, be in the posture of complete surrender. Bow down your heads. You can open your, your hands as your act of submission. Lord, we come before you right now, humbled, open, available. There are some things that's going on in our life that's been difficult. And that's all the more reason why we need to hear your message. We need you, Lord, more than ever in a world where there's so many confusion and so many bitterness and anger, even in our own life, we go through trials and storms. We need you to direct our way, to guide us to the right path. Lead us now, Lord, today, during the moments that we have. Give us your wisdom. Give us your message. 
Give us your healing. Give us your presence. We are completely and absolutely wide open. Feel free to walk around and stir our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Even now, we give you the glory and praise. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. One more time, everybody. Lift up your hands. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Clap your hands if you believe that God is going to speak to you today. Praise God. I'd like to call right now our dear, dear friend. You know him. Let's celebrate him today. Brother Bo Sanchez. Yeah. Before Audi goes down, I want all of you to understand that this man is not only your preacher, this man is not only somebody who really reflects and prays what message he gives to you. He takes care of us. He is the shepherd of this house. And what Audi has been doing is for many weeks now, he's been talking to the venue, PICC, finding ways by which he could you know, they'll be able to serve us more. And, and, and it's difficult. It's very difficult. But we just want to say thank you, Audi, for taking care of us. We love you, man. Amen. Please be seated, everybody. Tell somebody beside you, God will speak to you today. Last week, I received a very interesting letter. I forgot to bring it. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. And let me see. No, where's my phone? My phone is not there. Can I get my, my bag? Um, I, I, I want to show you. I want to read to you that letter. Very um, important. And I, I found it very interesting because it comes from a woman who... Let's wait for it. How are you? Good? Yeah. Raining, right? Last night? My gosh. But I love the stats that was given to me, um, given by Audi a while ago, four times a week at least. You know, that's great. That's awesome. Here, grab my phone. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I was just enjoying myself. You know, when you're enjoying, you forget these things. How many of you had awesome worship this morning? That was so beautiful, right? Just beautiful. And then Father Bob, you know, speaking God's word. That's fantastic. Okay, I'm going to change the name of the letter sender just for her privacy. Let's call her Sylvia. And this is her letter. Hello, Brother Bo. I hope all is well with you and your family. I thank God because you exist. <laughs> People like me have someone we can turn to. You know, I receive thousands of letters. Believe you me, thousands of them. And, I'm, I'm, and most of them are people with problems. And, and they have problems. 
problems with their relationships, problems with their finances, problems with their career. But this was very different. I thank God. Um, my name is, let's call her Sylvia, Sylvia, single, 40 years old. I'm living with my parents, both 70s. I'm happy with my life. I have a good career, good health, good family. But there are days I'm thinking about how I would die. I ask God most of the time, Lord, kailan ako mamamatay? I'm planning to donate my organs, blah, blah. Kailan po kaya, Lord? There are mornings I would say, Lord, thank you for the gift of life. Medyo matagal-tagal na po ako sa mundo. Kailan po ako aalis? Ano po ba ang dapat kong gawin? Ano po ba ang mission ko? Why I'm still here? Honestly, parang wala na po ako kasing nakikitang purpose sa buhay ko. I have no reason to live. I keep on asking God, please take me. Grabe, no? Nakakatakot yung dasal na yun. Halos araw-araw daw she prays, Lord, take me. Parang, kakatindig balahibo. Ito pa. Nakukulitan po kaya sa akin si God? Okay lang po ba na hilingin ko yun sa Kanya? Paano ko ba malalaman kung ano yung plan ni God sa akin? Kung ano ang gusto niya, niyang gawin ko po. Salamat po, Brother Bo. God bless you. Sylvia. And this is how I answered her. Can you see that? She has no problems. She has no problems with her family. She says she has a good family. She has no problems with her physical health. She says she's healthy. She has no problems with her career. She says she has a good job. She has no problems except one problem. No purpose. Yes or no? And because of that one problem, no purpose, every day or almost every day, she's saying, Lord, take me. Pwede na ako mamatay. My dear friends, this is how I answered her. I gave her a history lesson on science. That once upon a time, there was this guy, his name was Ptolemy. Can you say Ptolemy? Except that the spelling is not with a T first, but with a P and then a T. And Ptolemy was a scientist and he told everybody, according to his scientific study, the earth was in the center of the universe. And that correctly, he said, the moon was revolving around the earth, but also, and this is where he got wrong, the sun was revolving around the earth. Now, of course, logically, ever since the beginning of time, it's almost like, because the sun rises in the east in the morning, and then it sets in the west. And so, yes, reasonably, the sun revolves around the sun. And centuries later, there was a man by the name of Copernicus. Everybody say Copernicus. And he said, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, guys, but we're not the center of the universe. We're not. The earth 
revolves around something far, far bigger. It's the sun. And so, of course, many people resisted the idea. And for, for so many years, they could not understand what is this crazy guy saying. Until later on, there were other people like Galileo and others who said, Yes, we're not the center of the universe. Until suddenly, you know, at a certain point, everybody started, started saying, Ay, mali pala tayo. We're not the center of the universe. Now, why did I tell you that history lesson? And why did I tell that to Sylvia? Because I said, Sylvia... The reason why you feel this way is because deep in your heart, you already know. If you are the center of your world, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be pining for something. You're going to be looking for something. You're going to be looking for a reason that's far bigger than yourself. Here's the reason why. If you are the center of your world, and I'm preaching this to everybody. Everybody say, I'm listening. My word for you and God's word for you is this. If you are the center of your life, if you are the center of your attention, if you are the center of your interest, if you are the center of your emotions, if you are the center of your day, if you are the center of your life, I'm telling you now, you will realize that you are not enough. Can you tell somebody beside you, you're not enough? You're not enough to be the center. You're not enough to be the reason. You're going to be looking and pining, hungry and thirsty for, for, for a reason to wake up in the morning. And that reason must be bigger. Bigger than yourself. And that's the good news. And I told this to Sylvia. Sylvia, this is the good news. There is someone bigger. And if you can revolve around Him. And that's what you were doing. Magandang magandang sinasabi mo. You're saying, may mission kaya? Ano kaya ang mission ko? And so this is, I, told, I taught her. I taught her. I said, Sylvia, here's the prayer that I want you to pray every day. Lord, I want to center my life around you. I know you made me. You have a purpose for my life. And so help me. You see, when you revolve around the sun, you, when you revolve around God, the prayer is this, I want to be like you. I want to think like you. I want to love like you. I want to serve like you. I want to feel like you. And then I told her my story. I said, when I was 13 years old, 12 years old, I came to know Jesus, fell in love with him, Revolved my life around him. When I was 13 years old, I, I did not only got, get to know Jesus, but I got to know the friends of Jesus. Started reading the book of the saints and stumbled upon St. Francis of Assisi. Started learning about his life and being moved by that life. And so when I was 13 years old, I was walking on the street and then I saw a poor person. In fact, I saw a poor family outside the church. And, and I began to feel their pain. And I did not know why. And then I realized, maybe because this was the pain that God feels. You see, God is so big that He's big enough not to revolve around Himself. 
And he's a God who revolves around us. That he dies. And he feels your pain. And so I told Sylvia, and this, this is how I'm going to end my, my little message to you. Pray this prayer, Sylvia, every day. Lord, may I feel the pain that you feel for others. And when you discover and feel the pain of the people around you and feel their suffering, then you wake up in the morning and you say, Lord, I'm going to serve. I'm going to help. I'm going to care. I'm going to love. And, and, you know, you keep on praying that every day and God's going to lead you and guide you and he'll tell you what to do. He will. He really will. In fact, I, I, I really believe this, that Sylvia, she said she was living with her um, parents who were in their 70s. She does not only know it, but that's part of her mission. And that she, she's caring for her parents. But then I, I, I know that God has a bigger plan for her. And that she would want to live until her 80s and 90s. When she discovers that there is a bigger purpose for her life. And that God calls her. You see, one of the things I, I, I really believe this. Everybody say gratitude. And I, I told you I was going to end. But I, I just have to say one last thing. Put your hands over your chest. Everybody say, I'm super blessed. Everybody say that. I'm so blessed. I'm, so blessed. I, I, I'm crazy blessed. That is what Sylvia had to, had to realize. She was so blessed. Yes? And it's for a purpose. It's not for her only. And my message to you is this. You are not enough. If you are the center of your life, you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to be miserable. You're, no, you are super blessed right now. And if you understand that, then you will realize that you're there for others. And, and, and so when I saw that poor family at the age of 13, you know, as the, as the decades went by, we, we started putting Anoim and we started putting all our mercy ministries because... There's a purpose for being blessed. I need to call now. I need to stop talking. Let's, let's welcome our preacher, this dear man, this, this great guy. And we're launching our devotionals, Didache and Companion, and um, for 2023. There you go. And I, I love what Audie said, you know. If, if you can pray and spend time with God, at least four times a week. Why, not, why don't you do it every day? And, and, and use this. Use these devotionals so that you can spend time reading God's word and be nourished by his love. Amen. They're available now, now on the book table. All right. Let's call on the man. Preach to us. J.C. Libiran. And it's his birthday. Happy birthday. Bless you. Amen. Let's give, let's give the Lord a big hand. Check, check, check. Let's give the Lord a big hand for Brother Bull. Thank you, Brother Bull. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Brother Bo has been a blessing in my life and most especially for all of us, yes? Uh, he always gives the opportunity for people to just be empowered. And apart from it, of course, we're blessed to have Audi. No wonder why his name is Audi, no? Very audible yung message ni Lord of God's love, not just in his preaching but also in his leadership. So once again, we are in great hands here in Peace Bay Era. Can we just give them a round of applause? And yes, it's my birthday today. And uh, it's just so great. Thank you. Thank you. Just so great to celebrate it with all of you as I share with you the message, most especially if some of you no, are uh, really challenged nowadays, this message on thrive. Everybody say that word thrive. It's very relevant. No? Um, just before I jump into the message, just want to let you know that I had a simple celebration no? uh, after being in Baguio, Mirador, having my retreat. Uh, I had this uh, celebration with my family. Can we just show that in, on photo, team? And uh, of course, it's raining cats and dogs, bad weather, but really nothing beats no, when you are in the company of your family. And are you with your loved ones right now? Most especially here at the feast, no, we feel that we are loved. And I believe uh, nothing can compare to the gift of our relationships. That's why I celebrate with all of you as well. Again, the September celebrant, I believe even uh, Lolo Joe Marino, Jose Marichan, even greeted us already. So can you just smile at the person beside you again and greet that person? Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes. And once again, let's give a round of applause for all of our birthday celebrants. It was a great topic that we start, no? jumpstart last week with uh, Boss Rex Mendoza. And yes, today's message is don't sit on it. Can you say that again? Don't sit on it. But if you're going to connect it back with the message of Boss Rex Mendoza, for us to thrive, how many of you want to thrive? Raise your hand, wave at me. Who wants to thrive, not just survive? We have to combine this. No? Talent, everybody say that, talent. Platform or opportunity, plus effort. And I believe all of that, we have, no, we have. It's just a reminder for us on why are we, you know, what's the purpose behind why we want to thrive. And that's why it's really good that uh, Brother Bo in the Truly Rich Club reminds us about the purpose of why we want to thrive, why we want to become truly rich, why we want to become wealthy. And what is that? The ultimate purpose of wealth is to bless others. The mere fact that you're here is a blessing, yes? Look at the person beside you. Are you blessed being with that person? You see, your mere presence is a blessing already. But how much more if we get to use the giftedness, the talents, the genius that God has given us? And that's why I know that this story is very familiar to us. Now, the parable of the talents, yes? This is taken from Matthew chapter 25, verses 14, all the way to 30. And this may be like a long read, but I want you to listen it with an open mind and open heart as if God is speaking to you and asking ourselves, reflecting on who am I in these characters, no? particularly in the servants. So let's jump into it. It begins with, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. 
he then left on his trip. And a quick note here, it's a reminder for us that each one of us had been given unique talents and giftedness. It's not a point of comparison, but it's us just accepting the gifts that God has given us. Now, just to illustrate this, no, a talent is it's like uh, these gold bars, as you can see. See, it says that uh, it can be uh, similar to a into at one talent, it can be as similar to a 50, 50 pounds. So that's how heavy it is. So meaning to say, even if it's five, diba? two, or one, it's still heavy. And that's how God entrusts us. Let's continue. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earn five more. He was able to grow it. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. How many here, if you have your investments, you want to see its growth? Yes? You want to see that it flourishes, it thrives? But this is where we take a pause. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. So imagine that. You were given something that is of value but we didn't do something about it. After a long time, their master returned from this trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest and I have earned five more no? with joy and delight. And then the master was full of surprise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you have gave me two bags of silver to invest and I have earned two more. So I want you to feel that emotion of the servants that they were able to really take care and really grow what was given to them. But notice that there'll be a shift of emotions no, in the next verses. Let's continue that. So the master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. How many here you want to hear the Lord saying that to you? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Everybody say, me. <laughs> me, no? I want that as well, no? But here comes now the the plot twist. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I harvested crops, I didn't plant and gathered crops, I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the 10 bags of silver, to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of feet. It seems it gives us really those two kinds of truths. But here, my dear friends, we want to zero in 
about the word stewardship. Can you say that word, stewardship? Stewardship means that you have been given a gift and how you make use of that gift, how you nurture, how you use that to bless others is our way no? to give back to the Master or to our Lord. And that's why when we look into the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 28, it says here, And God blessed them, and God said to them, everybody, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Meaning to say, my dear friends, God has given us so much. And whatever that He has given us, it's not meant to be kept. It's meant to be shared. No wonder why Brother Bo was sharing that we are blessed. Yes? Can you say that after me? I am blessed. But I am also a blessing. You are also a blessing. You know, reflecting this in my life, 39 years, and I just heard from Father Bob that it's not 39 years old, JC. You said, you say, you're turning 40. I'm turning 40 next year. And I'm asking myself, have I been a good steward? Looking into the different things that I do in my life, wearing different hats and roles as a father, as a family man, as a husband, and also being part of our feast. No, I serve every Sunday at the PM sessions with Brother Alvin and Tony Valenzuela. You know, all of these things, I'm asking myself, have I been a good steward? And I want to throw back the question to you. Have you been a good steward in your life. And that's why it's a reminder for us of our message, don't sit on it. Again, say to the person beside you, don't sit on it. You have been given with so much, don't just sit on it. Make use of it. One of the things that I want to challenge you is this. Don't just sit on the time that God has given you. We no, we are all equal when it comes to time. Why? We have 365 days in a year, 12 months, 7 days a week, 24 hours a day, and 86,400 seconds is given to us. Now, the question is this. Friend, how are you using the time given to you? Definitely, that's something that we want to challenge ourselves because yes, we can easily be into a lot of scrolling online, watching a lot of online streaming, but when we ask ourselves, am I really using my time for God's purpose? Am I really using the time that was given to me for a greater purpose? So just, just reflect on that. So everyone, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale. Ask your, the person beside you, how are you using your time? <laughs> From time, we challenge you now, don't just sit on the treasures, resources, money that God has given you. Whatever it is that you have, you ask yourself, how am I sharing this treasure to others? And I wonder why, my dear friends, every time we challenge you to reach out and to give your love offering, it's not just an activity that we do here at the feast. It's actually challenging ourselves that, Lord, you have been good to me. You have blessed me. I don't just want to keep the blessing. I want to be a blessing as well to other people. And that's why every time you reach out to your pocket, every time you give, we know that your giving goes a long way. You're able to bless our mercy ministries. You're able to continue whatever that we're doing here at the feast. Amen? 
can you just give yourselves a round of applause for supporting everything that we're doing here as well? You see, when it comes to treasure, money is not the most important thing in the world, but it affects the most important matters in our lives. And that's why it's a challenge for us to thrive, not just survive. Hindi lang yung makakain ako ng tatlong beses isang araw. We challenge you now that you are not just thinking for yourself and your family, but also thinking of the others, no? people who are in need, the lost, the last, and the least. Now, here's where I want just to focus on, since we're talking about the parable of the talents. Don't just sit on your talent. The question is this, how are you maximizing the talent that God has given you? And I love this. This quote is a combined with uh, the people that I look up to, Tony Robbins and Warren Buffett. It says here, we are all equal souls in the planet, but we're not equal in the marketplace. And that's why we need to choose to grow and upskill beyond any crisis. The best way to outgrow, not just survive, but to thrive this crisis that we have right now is to continue to grow is to continue to upskill ourselves. So can you just check the person beside you? Is that person growing? Not just in height, not just in weight, but really when it comes to the value that he has and how this person also adds value to other people. Friends, let me ask you this. What is your talent? What is your gift? What is that genius that God has given you? So can you just think for that for a moment? Like, I'm going to give you an example. My talent is in communication. As simple as that. Both in writing and in speaking. So I want you to think of that talent. And I'll count one to three. And everybody, you shout, my talent is. Complete the sentence. All right? Ready? Some of you are just, don't worry. Uh, you, you'll just be there. You just shout it out loud. All right? So, ready? Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Three, two, one. My talent is. I heard singing, dancing, cooking. Someone said eating. Uh, there are different talents, yes. But but instead of you being shy, embrace it. Embrace it wholeheartedly because that is what God has given you. I remember this story of the animal animal school story. You're familiar with that. So maybe a refresher that uh, in the animal kingdom, they thought of coming up with a curriculum that all of the animals will take. Some said it's in flying. Another said it's in swimming. Another said it's in running. So imagine, of course, if you're a bird, you'll be able to really fly well. But come to think of it, a rhino cannot fly well. Maybe a, uh, an ostrich cannot swim well. So the moral of that story is it reminds us to embrace the gifts that God has given us. Don't be a second-rate, trying-hard copycat. You embrace the giftedness that God has given you because everyone's a genius. Yes? Can you just tap the person beside you and say to that person, everyone's a genius. But you see, it's not just us saying, I'm a genius. It's actually recognizing that you have a genius. And that genius has a name. And his name is Jesus. 
Can we just give the Lord a big hand for Him? I want you to imagine that what if each one of us will just fulfill that God-given talent and we just share it. We're not just attending here every Sunday, but we get to serve, not just here, but even outside. Imagine church coming alive. And this is like a photo of the feast conference, well, Kurigma conference during that time. Imagine if each one of us will just fulfill our talents and we share it to the world, then my dear friends, we can really say that we can shine the light of Jesus. Yes? So wake the person beside you. Let's come alive. Let's come alive. It's a reminder for us that during times that we forget our talents, just remember your trail of blessings. And Coach, do you see what our trail of blessings? It's reminding yourselves of the things in your life, in your journey, that you have been blessed and that you have been a blessing. What are people grateful for you? You go back to that. Because again, we tend to forget. Now, I can share a lot of people about celebrating their gifts, but one of them is celebrating the giftedness of Elaine Samonte. No? She's the person beside Kwentong Papel. And she's an architect, but she got into paper artistry. And just taking a look at this, these are her works. And I've seen her growth because actually I am a brother-in-law. So I got to see how she started, how she was struggling. But, you know, through time, she was able to not just discover it, but develop and deliver it. And now she's able now to, to monetize it and bless other people as well. She's just one. But we're also blessed to have in our community at the feast, the feast worship. Can we just give the Lord a big hand for the gift of the feast worship? I believe that uh, there's, they're having a concert as well, celebrating after two years being in hiatus. But they were able to continue to create songs and we're just excited. See, these are people coming alive, sharing their talents, and now they're able to share this to our church. We're being blessed by this. My advocacy is called the Inspirepreneur Movement. And what I do is I help aspiring creative entrepreneurs, content creators, and lifelong learners to discover their genius, monetize it, and become a force for good. And over the you know, opportunities that I was able to interview each person, in every individual, I got to discover, and most of it are docu documented no? in, in my podcast, the Inspirepreneur podcast, on how they were able to discover their genius, their talents, they're able to develop it, and at the same time, they're able to deliver it to people. So these are just some case studies telling to you, my dear friends, it's possible for us to really not just be blessed, but to become a blessing as well. So I'm going to ask you again, as a Marvel fan, what is your superpower? What is that God-given talent that God has given you? And they're actually... Four simple ways to unleash your superpower. How many here you want to unleash your superpower, your talents, your gifts? Yes? Everybody say, yes, I want that. Simple lang po. And I'm asking you now just to think of this. No? Discover, develop, deliver, and devote yourself to that talent. Because the more that you do it, the more that you become good at it. Amen? Can I invite you to all stand? Just as I wrap up,
You know, as I connect it back to our story, I see myself just like in that person's shoes, that servant who hid his talent. I just uh, remember that I wrote a book 2019. But since the pandemic hit, I forgot about this book, Wholehearted, 21 Ways to Live a Courageous Life. And maybe the reason why I was not promoting it well is because I was questioning myself that I'm not enough. That this is nothing. This won't bless people. I share this with you with openness and vulnerability that maybe you belittle yourself and you've forgotten that gift inside of you. It's a reminder for us in Matthew chapter 25, verse 29, for to everyone who has, the more will be given and he will have in abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. My dear brothers and sisters, my dear friends, your mere life is a blessing. You're here. You're alive. So again, let's just give the Lord a big hand for that. You ask yourself now, what am I doing with my life? With the time, with the treasure, with the talent that God has given me. You know what? Four months ago, it was a shocker for me because I survived a car accident. Not getting into the details, but I'm just so blessed that I'm here. And I remember that I was checking, not just the damages, but I was checking my friend Randall, is also a builder, and also the person that we bumped into, we were checking them, and we were alive. And I don't know if you get to see that, we were even taking selfies, <laughs> because we were just celebrating life. That night when we got home, I hugged my wife, Milen, and our daughter, Yana. And I was just grateful to God. Lord, thank you for this chance again that you've given me. And that's why I want to give you that permission. You don't have to wait for your birthdays or many special events for you to give yourself to celebrate. Today is an opportunity to celebrate. Les Brown even said this, that the graveyard is the richest place on earth. Because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep with the problem or determined to carry out their dream. The good news is, my dear friends, we're still alive. Amen? And that's why in closing, I love this. Particularly, when we look into the two servants, they were able to hear those words. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Well done, good and trusty, trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And again, for a moment, I wanted to think that this is not just an ancient story, but these are the words that we claim from our Lord. And we pray and 
we wish that we can also hear the words that come, share your master's joy. It's a reminder for us that Jesus also experienced this during the transfiguration. This is my son with whom I am well pleased. And that's why when Jesus died on the cross, he was able to enter into the master's joy. And that's why, my dear friends, this is not just about talents. This talk is not just about our gifts or our geniuses. This talk is about Jesus. Don't bury Jesus. Center on Him. Grow your life with Him. That's our invitation to you. Because when we have Jesus in our lives, then we have everything. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph radio.